I'm Kim Schmidt, and welcome to this episode of our 2021 Precision Farming Dealer podcast series. In today's podcast, we talk with Michael Ott, CEO of Rentizo. If this is your first time joining us, you can subscribe to the podcast series via iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. And a reminder that by subscribing, you'll be alerted when each episode is released. When drones first hit the ag market, there was a lot of buzz around the new technology, but adoption of drone use was slow, largely due to FAA rules. Rantizo has a new model for drone service that solves those problems while also still working in the standard way farmers and their advisors do business. By establishing a network of regional authorized Rantizo dealers, their model capitalizes on the relationship farmers already have with their trusted crop consultants, agronomists, and dealer services plus provide another valuable service regional dealers and crop consultants can provide to their farm clients. In today's Precision Farming Dealer podcast, Michael Ott, CEO of Rantizo, shares some of the background on the AgTech company and how they're looking to grow their network of drone service and work closely with Precision Farming Dealers who already have established relationships with farm customers. For those who aren't familiar, can you just kind of explain who Rantizo is and, and kind of what you guys are doing? So Rantizo is selling a turnkey drone spraying package. We target this specifically to ag retailers, uh, selling them everything that they need for safe and legal drone application. So it's a drone hardware, software, insurance, permitting, a trailer, support, all the training that you need. So everything that you need to have a drone as part of your operations, which really leverages up the abilities and capabilities of everything else that ag retailers have. So our audience is precision farming dealers primarily. Is there an opportunity for, you know, someone who who isn't an ag retailer but has a, you know, a similar business to work with you guys and if so, what are Absolutely. some of those opportunities? Yeah, we're looking for partners that are uh, and customers that are providing spraying services or doing spraying themselves, and we'll we'll hook them up with everything that they need. So that's that's our that's our target market. We aren't going directly to farmers. We're trying to find people that are providing those services. And then, um, you know, so if a dealer wants to be become a, a contractor with you guys, what's kind of involved in in getting uh, hooked up with you guys? So we'll find the, the right size package for them. It could be just a single drone. It could be a drone in a trailer or a swarm of up to three drones at a time. Uh, we're the only people that are legally swarming uh, nationwide. So that package, uh, we'll sell them what they need and then provide training. So they'll come to Iowa City and we'll show them how to, how to do it, uh, how to work, work the drone, uh, work on some marketing, tell them how the whole uh, uh, billing system works, everything else like that. And then we can provide them support in the field uh, as they get out there and, you know, inevitably questions will pop up. So do you work with them then on getting the a drone license or is that something that they need to do on their own and then kind of... It's a, it's a collaborative effort. So there's three okay. things that you need for legal drone spraying. So first is a part 107, and that's a drone pilot license that the actual pilot has to take. And that's a, that's a relatively easy test. Uh, second is your state applicator license, which once again, the pilot has to take that. They have to pass if they're in Missouri or 
Kansas or Minnesota or wherever just passed to, to their satisfaction. So those are two easy things to do. The third thing that's really difficult is the 137 that comes from the FAA and Rantizo has that. And once you're trained by us and you meet our standards, then you can fly on our 137. So there's two easy things, one difficult one. We make the difficult thing very easy. Okay. Can you, um, others may know what this is, but can you explain what that 137 is? Sure. So the FAA regulates federal airspace. Uh, we're obviously flying in federal airspace and we're spreading what are called economic poisons. That's anything that affects the growth of a plant. So a herbicide, uh, an insecticide, uh, water can be an economic poison if you're, you know, uh, irrigating something, you're actually affecting the growth of it. Uh, so that's, that's what that is. So when you're spreading something like that, you need to have a license to do so. And we've taken, made that really difficult process that takes several months and thousands of dollars to get a standard license. We actually have a much more complex integrated license. So the Rantizo 137 has a swarming exemption, so we can actually fly three drones at once, and we have no buffer to the edge of the field. So many drones have like a 500-foot buffer, so you can't go with closer than 500 feet to a road, which that's a really penalizing thing for other drone applicators because the, the edge applications are the best things to use a drone for. And if you're legally prohibited from being 500 feet, that's a problem. Rantizo has that solved. We have no buffer. We can get right up to the edge, and uh, that's the best situation for drones. And we can do it with more than one in the air at the same time. Okay. Um, and then what are some of just, you know, kind of the benefit of this type of application technology versus, you know, more traditional methods? So one of our sales guys came up with this, and I'll give him credit. Like, we're great at spraying triangles your existing ground rigs are good at spraying rectangles. So those hard to reach areas, the problematic spots that you have to serve your customer, you know, to get a full field sprayed, you know, you got 200 acres, 160 of them are flat and easy. Great. And then there's corners, there's edges, there's hills, there's problems. That's where we shine. So those problematic areas you can use a drone very well for. Or if you're looking at a site-specific application, say you've got an insect problem on the edge of a field, say you've got a weed escape, you know, in early September, you've got a burr cucumber that's gonna, you know, stop your combine as it's coming through because it's the vine that gets locked in there. Uh, we can go and spray that very easily. So hit those problematic late season uh, applications. Fungicide was crazy for us this year. We sprayed uh, the entire month of July, like literally every minute of the month we had something up in the air. It was very busy. In fact, we have a good stat. So we're flying more than one drone at a time. Uh, there was one week that in a 120 hour period, we flew 249 hours. For every, every minute of the week, we had more than two drones in the air. So it was, it was very, very busy. All right. Is there a, um, you know, market or area of the country that this is a better fit for, or is it kind of wide open? Uh, there's a lot of great opportunities. So in the Midwest corn belt, you know, corn, soybean, fungicide application, that's kind of our wheelhouse. We're getting into cover crop season. Uh, that's going to be a lot of application opportunity there. 
those late season uh, nutrient applications that you maybe take to make something pop, maybe a boron in soybeans, something like that. You can you can really do that well. Uh, we're also looking at coastal opportunities. We've got things in specialty crops in California, like spraying tomatoes, um, some blueberry applications in the in the Northwest. Those type of things work very well. And then as you get to the south and the east, there's a lot of smaller problematic fields. Like we were talking to a guy, I think it was in North Carolina. He has like 2,000 acres and his largest field size is 20. So he's got many, many small fields. And that's the type of thing that a drone can do very well in. So finding those curvy, irregular areas, we treat those very, very well. Whereas uh, a big uh, your tractor which is great, you know, your ground rig, that, there's a lot of great things that they can do. Flat, open field, they're going to cover a heck of a lot of ground. We'll do the problematic stuff. This seems like we've kind of been hearing about drones coming into agriculture for several years now, but it was sort of always a like, okay, great, there, there's this technology, you can get all this data, but like, now I got to do something with it and things like this. So <laughs> this, <laughs> this seems like a, you know, a true applicable way to, to be using the technology and having something that you know what you're going to do with it. Yeah, we, we hear from a lot of people that they're gathering all this information about what's going on in their field, and they know precisely where all the issues are, and then they just spray the whole thing, which is what they were going to do anyway. So it's like, why did you take the time to learn everything if you're not going to change your your action? And that's because it's it's very hard to do with traditional application equipment. If you have to drive the whole field, maybe you do a variable rate, maybe you do a nozzle turn on and off. But with a drone, you can, rather than treating the whole field uniformly three, four times a year, you can go out a dozen times and spray just what's needed right where it's needed. And your net use of chemicals will be reduced. Your benefit of your field will be increased. So that's the thing that is really resonating and it's uh, it's really picking up right now. Okay. And then looking at kind of just how Rantizo got started, was it a let's solve this application challenge or was it we have these drones, what can we, what should we and can we do with them? You know, what kind of was the basis for how you guys got yeah. started? So uh, when we started it, I was looking at ways to precisely apply uh, materials exactly what was needed, when it was needed, where it was needed. That's kind of the, the big thing. And saw that drones were becoming more and more reliable and able to carry bigger loads. And then you could integrate with digital technologies. All that stuff was cool. And then we kept hearing from ag retailers, we have a labor problem. Like there's not enough people. No one wants to get in a sprayer. This is, this is the issue. So then we realized that's the core of what we need to solve for. So solving for labor is what we're honestly trying to do. Okay. So we're doing that with automation. And so the drones are autonomous, meaning they fly themselves. So you, you map out where you want it to go, but then the drone actually flies itself to where it's going and does all the spraying itself. And then we're doing an autonomous reloading system so that when it lands, it can refill itself. So those are the type of things that eventually we're going to solve for the labor issue. And there's, there's a lot of steps on the way, but the, the core of the issue is, is labor. And that's true everywhere. We hear that in the Midwest, on the West Coast, in the South, everywhere. Everybody has labor problems. 
We'll get back to my conversation with Michael in a moment, but first I wanted to take an opportunity to invite you to join us for the next Precision Farming Dealer Summit. To learn more and to register, visit www.precisionfarmingdealersummit.com. Let's get back to the program and hear more from Michael about Rantizo's business model. Do you see this being something that always kind of stays as a a contract job, essentially? So it's not going to, you know, not everyone's going to get a drone to do this themselves. It'll remain kind of a hired out job. Uh, we think so. And that's for for insurance, for permitting, for everything else. That's a better way to do it. Um, when the system becomes truly automated and you can just set one up and let it go, then, and, and you know, the, and then the permitting changes because like we've got, you know, tens of thousands of acres flown, you know, tens of thousands of hours in the air, that, that type of thing. Once we are able to show that data that it's safe and we've never had any issues, never had any injuries or problems or anything like that, then we can start to make this more widely available. Uh, but right now getting it through, Egg retailers, co-ops, precision planning, you know, all those all those dealers, um, that's a, a vastly better way to get it out there. Okay. And then um, this obviously is going to vary by acreage and things like that, but um, is there a time efficiency involved too? So, you know, is it is it faster to do it this way than taking a sprayer sure. out into the field? Yeah. So with a drone, you'll do about 14 acres an hour at a three gallon rate okay. and that'll be with one drone and we're flying three and you're not going to get a true tripling with three. You'll get 30, 35 acres an hour with, okay. with a drone. But then the big benefit is when I've got a map of your field and you've got 80 acres, everyone just goes to spray all 80 because that's what they normally do. The issue might be in nine acres. It might be in 32. It might be in 70 with a drone it's very easy for me to go spray a percentage of your field and treat that problem. And then you optimize your input cost and you capture all that benefit. So if you're putting a fungicide down, putting it in just the higher yielding areas, if you're doing an insecticide, let's just spray where the insects are, you know, give a buffer on it because they're going to move. But if I've got insects on the Northern third of my field, maybe I spray the Northern half, and that's good enough. So those type of things uh, we can do really well. We can also do repeat applications if you know something was sprayed with a ground rig, but you had a clogged nozzle, you missed something, there was a turnaround, whatever it was, we can go solve those those cleanup issues uh, much much better than going back out there with heavy slow moving equipment. And then once you know a dealer or an egg retailer or whoever is set up with you guys, how much regular interaction? How involved are you with those providers then once they get going? Yeah. So as, as much as is needed, okay. uh, we do training and sometimes we train people and they're set and ready to go. And we have very little interaction with them, but we will send them jobs. We, we do tons and tons of trial work. So all the big chemical companies, a lot of different fertilizer companies, others will want us to try things out. So we go, we push trials through our contractor network we do get jobs um, that are, you know, people ask us, like, hey, can you apply this in the middle of Kansas? And I'm like, oh, we've well, got a contractor, you know, 62 miles away or whatever it is. And so we can do that. We do give them a lot of marketing support. So we'll shoot out uh, information on um, uh, 
you know, how to market your services, give them collateral, we'll send out press releases and everything else. So okay. we, we prefer to be, you know, a good partner with them, but we kind of let them, let them go as is needed. Okay. Kind of related to that then is, you know, how they want to price this service up to them or is there a recommended, you yeah. know, structure and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. So, so we actually handle the invoicing, the okay. overwhelming majority of that. So we usually bill out at a minimum of 150 an hour and you're spraying around, you know, 10 to 14 acres an hour. So people want to break it out like, oh, what's my per acre cost? And you can do that math, but also realize majority of the time we're spraying a portion of the field. So it may be $10 an acre, it may be $15 an acre, but you're not spraying, paying that for the entire field. You're just paying for the areas that need it. So that's a, it's a little bit of a mind shift, but that's a, that's an important distinction to make in, in people's brains. Okay. So then you invoice it out, they get whatever their, their cut of that is, I assume, and everything like yep, that. Yep. Okay. Exactly. And then we, we make money through recurring revenue. We, our model is focused on, you know, selling the drones at a, uh, at a small markup and then Rentizo's profit comes in when the contractors are successful. Okay. So we have recurring revenues that come in. So that's really a system. I think it, it's hopefully designed well so that everyone benefits the most from that. Um, the farmer gets the, you know, the, the best optimized service. The uh, contractor is getting paid for when they're making money and they have a lower upfront cost. And then we're, you know, incented to sell a quality product that works very well in the field and then support that very well because that's where our profit comes in. Okay. So that's, that's the whole mentality behind the, behind the model. Okay. And then is there a, like, you know, distance you want between, between contractors or anything like that? Yeah, we, we try to keep them at least 25 miles apart to prevent cannibalization. Um, What we've seen, like, like this year demand was like overwhelming. Like we, we've got 50 contractors permitted in 23 states. Um, So we're, we're getting spread out, but we could not keep up with demand. So mm-hmm. we, we need more people. We need more partners because there's overwhelming interest and in, in need for what we were doing. Okay. Do you have a, a goal number in mind of how many contractors are needed to kind yeah, of fulfill that demand? We, we, uh, well, I don't know. I don't know about to, to fulfill demand, but we want to be at a hundred, uh, by the end of the year. Okay. And then, you know, goals of that, like there's going to be, I think a huge upswing when people see all the, uh, uh, all the usage that we were able to put out in, in July. Cause a lot of the questions that we had, which are valid, it's a new thing of, are, you know, is this, is there a need for this? Is there demand? And holy cow, there was a heck of a lot of demand. <laughs> That's good. And then kind of just looking more at, you know, some of this precision act technology in general, where do you kind of see that side of agriculture going? You know, what's next? Yeah, I think that a lot of the, it's, it's a systems approach. Mm-hmm. So when you find that, okay, we've got imagery, We've got an agronomist that's now, you know, really dialing in, what do I need, not for this 80-acre field, but what do I need for, you know, the top 10 acres and, and, you know, on the north side? What do I need in the bottom 30? What do I need here, here? You can actually start to segment that out. Mm -hmm. 
with precision uh, imagery and interpretation, and then start to treat those field sizes in a smaller way so that you're targeting right what, what needs to be there and uh, maximizing your yield that way. So that's where I think we're actually going to get kind of smaller, which in agriculture for the longest time, you know, is a 60-foot boom and then a 90-foot boom, 100 and 120, yeah. getting bigger and bigger. That's great. You can cover a lot of ground to that. But now we're realizing, well, let's not blanket everything with the same thing. Let's get real precise. So that's where I think uh, things are going. Okay. Um, and then anything we've missed in either what, you know, a dealer needs to do to get involved with you or um, just, you know, kind of how, how the business runs then once they have become a contractor? Yeah, uh, they, they can check us out, rantizo.com. Uh, we're pretty active on Twitter and LinkedIn, Facebook, at Rantizo Sprays. Uh, people can see videos, but come check us out. It, it, it's fun for me when someone's like, oh, I, I watched this on my phone. That was pretty cool. And then you get in person, they see a 14-foot boom on a, you know, a drone spraying a 20-foot swath. And you get you know, the, the saltier version of, holy cow, that's bigger than what I thought it was. <laughs> but <laughs> we get that quite a lot. And then when you see three of them take off at once and then just go out in the field and then you see, you know, the, the pilot, they're watching what they're doing, but the pilot's just holding the controller and the drones are doing the work. Yeah. So that's where we're solving for that labor problem and everything else. Yeah. So that is still a pretty good size, you know, a 14 foot boom on a, on a drone. I guess I don't know what I had pictured in my mind, but it wasn't that. Yeah. You know, I don't know why, but um, that is, you know even just hearing that a lot bigger than what I was picturing. Yeah. And then multiply by three and then spread them out. So you, you can cover quite a bit of territory. So that's uh that, that's the fun stuff. With the swarm, is it still just one pilot operating it? Yep. Yep. Okay. So you have a pilot and then a visual observer, which honestly we need the visual observer just to keep things reloaded. Okay. Um, they, that, that keeps you busy. And then we're going to get to an automated reloading system. So, and then, you know, as we prove out that we're able to do this safely, because we've had, you know, tens of thousands of acres done safely, um, and then you'll reduce worker exposure to chemicals because you're doing automated reloading. You'll be spraying farther away from people, so there'll be less. To, you know, all those things really add up. So mm -hmm. it's a it's an inherently better system. Okay. Well, I think that was those were the only questions I had. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Hey, thank you very much. We appreciate getting the, getting the word out there about Rantizo. Thanks to Michael Ott for taking some time to talk with us about Rantizo's service model. I certainly look forward to hearing your feedback on today's program, so feel free to drop me an email at kschmidt at lessigermedia.com or give me a call at 262-777-2431. You can also keep up on the latest precision practices impacting your dealership today by registering online at precisionfarmingdealer.com for our free PFD daily e-newsletter. And I hope that you'll join us for the next episode in our 2021 podcast series. For Michael, his team at Rantizo, and our entire staff here at Precision Farming Dealer, I'm Kim Schmidt. Thanks for listening.